0: The first was better Diane schstad bill Davy here amongst the 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 glowy bits the the little bin bricks of light that, that dot our universe here here in the uh, tree house you know uh, where the spangles are spangling and the the spaniels are spanieling and
1: we don't have any spaniels
0: hmm? you know, yeah, but the imaginary Spaniels are definitely Spaniels. I see. And yeah, the Daniels are Danieling, and the participles are dangling, and <laughs> other b- bits of flotsam. Are you getting yourself uh, into Other a- bits of flotsam and grammar, and it's 9.59 a.m., Saturday, September the something, 2022. I'm Bill.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: Diane. It's the Bill and Diane. September the something? September the something. It was it's the sixth. Is it the sixth? I have no idea. I I lost I lost it. I had it earlier. The
1: third.
0: It's the third. That's right. Tuesday's the sixth. That's why that was in my head. Yeah, well
1: as you can tell we're we're, you know, lazy. We're well. Sleepy, it's a little. We're... It's a little
0: late to be even starting this thing. It is. Freaking ten a.m. That's my fault, folks. My fault. I slept in. I've been uh, flopping around upstairs <laughs> in my office and uh, not really uh, fully engaged in the day. And, I didn't know uh, you were flopping. I was flopping. <laughs> well, it's a mental flop. I'll be doing my physical flopping later. <laughs> i got a schedule here today and uh, i'm just trying to keep to it and uh yeah but it's uh, it, there, there's, and you know it's raining outside
1: i love it
0: it's raining and boy oh boy did we need the drink yes we needed the deep. drink
1: and i needed the gray i yeah. i just need gray days from time to time and it's
0: currently 59 degrees out there that's that's lovely yes see fives I can comfortably go out and walk in fives, sixes. it starts to if there's humidity or sun or both, yeah, no, they don't work for me anymore. I'm such a fragile flower. <laughs> and uh, I'm already quite uh, it's already quite late in the season for the blossomy bits, so you know, a little yellow and curled up around the edges. Wouldn't you say, Diane? Oh, I don't know only you're... slightly.
1: I don't know that you're yellow and curled
0: up oh. well, my doctors seem to think I'm preserving myself fairly well that was I had good doctors' encounters this week. Have I thrown it to you yet? No, good' because it's been a complicated week here in lake uh, abundance and uh but the the medical reports were at least no bad news they think i mean the
1: I think it's pretty good news. Yeah, well,
0: it was the people who said that were the two students that were the last ones in the room because they were the ones doing the reflex tests and the muscle response tests on me uh, as kind of a wrap-up thing after the docs had left the room. But I saw my physiatrist and I saw my neurologist and, uh, you know, they were wondering what I was doing there. You seem to be doing fine, Bill. Why are you coming to see us? Well, I just wanted to stay in contact, you know, and be friends. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe get to know me a little better, you know. <laughs> ah, I am and eggs. Basically, I want to get them to understand the way my twisted psychology works so that if I'm having what might appear to be an inappropriate response to something, they'll be able to point to that and say, oh, it's probably that kicking in. Because I've had some of that recently. So. But that was good poetry break was good i just uh it was really good i was reading a note People
1: very much enjoyed that
0: yes while i was flopping around upstairs i was reading a note from john gorsky who's somebody who's been dropping by the uh, local poet who's been dropping by the poetry break so you know that part of my life is just spanky you know
1: and we had a marvelous visit with your daughter. My daughter
0: Alice came over last night. We had some amazing food. The spinach feta quiche, the crustless spinach feta quiche that Diane made and some chicken sausage. and
1: Savory herb chicken sausage. Savory
0: herb chicken sausage. You know, there I would definitely say that there is a savory herb quality to that chicken sausage.
1: So yes, it's it's quite our our new oh, God. discovered yeah. treat yeah. of a meal, right? And it's you know it's just like everything all in one thing. It's, it's I want some, you
0: to know though, Diane. Yes. The one bit of questionable uh, information that I brought back from the doctor's office yesterday is that since you've retired, I've gained seven pounds. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. I just thought that was an interesting <laughs> because I was looking at it and I said I felt like I had gotten heavier but I was look look I was interested to know if I actually had or whether I was just feeling that way because of the warm weather you know. And so when I saw it was the thing I was like Diane had to retire and start <laughs> cooking more amazing stuff. So However,
1: the, this I, is light. This is
0: I know it's light, Diane, but yeah. what what I think I need to uh, my the next step in my personal growth uh, arc I think is going to be portion control (laughs) well because the problem with having such good food to eat is that I tend to want to just keep eating it you know I tend to load my plate perhaps a little more than I should so
1: perhaps I should make you dry crisp bread and water for dinner
0: (laughs) I'm just saying I need it's me it's on me I just need to control my gluttony just you know, about seven pounds worth. Actually, probably more like 20 would be would be optimum. But uh, anyway.
1: That was truly lovely. And that we, was.
0: That was fun. And so, over to you.
1: And it's interesting because Alice was talking about, oh my gosh, we were looking at a couple of old pictures. She said, I look exactly like you, Dad, you know, when you were at this age. And she was also identifying with... Uh, some frustrations you were having with technological uh situations she said oh i'm exactly the same when it comes to those things yeah
0: and she's noticing now that she's forgetting things too
1: and it occurred to me that it was dovetailing nicely in with my uh i i had done a genetic dna analysis through a genetic place um I had this interest in doing it because of an idea that ha- I, I had tried to do this some time ago with Ancestry, but I had to spit into a tube. And, and for some reason, I tried twice, and they kept saying that the DNA wasn't.
0: Um, your spit has no DNA. Your in speed
1: it. has no. I think I was just doing frothy bubbles or something i don't know
0: frothy bubbles <laughs>
1: but in
0: um wine.
1: but i had read uh this naturopathic idea from this one person who right. lives in the northwest who was saying that she believed that you should think about your genetic content when you were choosing uh various medicinal plants think about what your genetic code actually was back in your history mm-hmm. and i thought it was a very interesting concept but i was thinking man i don't even know what my genetic is are my genetics more towards the scandinavian side or are they more towards the belgian side right. and, <clears throat> and so i got interested in doing another genetic test and I looked for a place that did did cheek swabs and found a place and I don't know whether they have a big enough database uh, as Ancestry does because Ancestry's got a huge database of of genetic analysis Um, but the very first thing that came up on my uh, genetic composition was England and I didn't even know that we had English heritage and uh, so I was just like wow that is interesting and and uh, it seemed like most of my genetic makeup was from my mom's side whereas my brother's is more from my dad's side and so I had less Scandinavian in my genetics it doesn't mean that I don't have Scandinavian grandparents just means that my particular chromosomal
0: your genetic breakdown my
1: genetic breakdown yeah. because is, it's all random
0: with the parts that get mixed it's yeah. not like somebody's up there choosing well she needs a little more of this and a little less of that maybe.
1: exactly yeah. so um it really interested me because when we were kids and we we knew that we had our grandparents from sweden that immigrated from sweden right. so we always thought so we're half swedish we didn't know that my grandfather's family had just moved to sweden and that he was actually from norwegian heritage so we didn't know about the norwegian part and then we knew that my grandmother had immigrated from belgium so we thought okay so we're half english I mean, excuse me half swedish english,
0: half belgian, half
1: belgian. And the other quarter of our, our imaginary pie, which is not the way the genetics works at all anyway, was uh, a mystery because my grandfather had died when my mom was three. So she didn't know, but she had heard some rumors from her brother who liked to, to check into the stuff that we they had Irish. So we just filled that in in our minds. Okay, when well, then we've got a quarter Irish. But in fact, it's a lot more complicated than that because my mom's side with this mysterious grandfather had German ancestry and was actually from Ashkenazi Jews from the Bohemian area of Germany, from what I understand these may just be stories uh, from another side of the family but right. but the Germans showed up on my DNA test too yeah. um, and then there was Irish which I have actually been able to identify through the ancestry research too but I haven't found anything with England yet and then there was also in both my brothers and mine uh, my DNA tests Scottish, which I was surprised to find. Hmm. So that's been. I've been spending the last couple of days on kind of a. No wonder um,
0: you like Celtic music so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and it's really interesting to me because the whole thing about genealogical research is it really is a bit like a game. You know, you're you're trying to. To figure out some things, you're trying to find documents that actually prove what you're you're finding, and um, and so it's a bit of a game because there's a real rush of of good feeling when you find something that is like, oh, this is my ancestor because this matches this, this matches this, so this is an ancestor. But for me, I've really thought of it as. Um, an honoring of my ancestors to even know who they were right. and so <clears throat> there are a few lines that I've had a great deal of difficulty finding and one one of the um, I think of them almost like log jams you know one of the log jams broke a long time ago because I couldn't find any information about my grandmother Edwards my mom's uh, maternal Line. And all of a sudden, I, I had one bit of information which was the name of the father that came from a, an article that was written a hundred years ago by my, about my grandmother. Not by my grandmother, but about her. And then, filling that in, I was able to identify someone from ancestry who had a similar name who lived in Belgium. And he actually said, we are not related, but I have done the genealogical research for you, and here it is. And he gave me the whole family tree. I was just like, oh my gosh. But that's the interesting thing. It's like these people who were participating in genealogical research, it becomes like...
0: It's all one database.
1: Yeah, and it's part of their passion too, and they kind of want to help people out if they can but I mean he set it out like a like a genealogist would, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the you know the identifying information, he sent me all the documents and I was just like, wow. So it's sort of like there's this one line, which is my grandfather's paternal lineage that is a little bit more of a mystery, but I made a great deal of uh, progress on his... Side. maternal side, but not on the not on his paternal side, the Jocelyn family name, which is his name. Yeah. So it's really been a fascination to me um, because the other thing that was along uh, information that was given along with the, the ancestral lineage was a grouping of traits. Hundred, like I think it's the, about a hundred traits that they, they estimate that you would have because of your chromosomes, the way that they are set out, and I would say it was about ninety eight percent accurate, and I was thinking, how could that possibly be?
0: Ah, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of our traits are chemically based, you know, I But
1: I never thought of. Empathy being chemically based, right. or enhanced reading ability being chemically based, or you know, all these things that I, I could understand some of them certainly the eye color and the blood type. Well, you know, they
0: mapped and, the human genome, Mapping I'm, of the I'm human well genome. aware, Bill. So they're just following the map, you know.
1: But I still find it a, a fascinating thing. So that was a really big part of my week. Yeah. And also that it jump-started me again into... Uh, because I I do the genealogical research off and on. Right. And I think it's best to do it off and on because you're actually able to get more hints the longer you let it percolate in the system. More things become apparent and more stories come up. and. Brilliant um it's quite a a fascinating thing to me
0: but yes i i I witnessed this yeah fascination and also get blessed with the information which is a nice result research diane you seem to be into it
1: i am interested in research Mm -hmm. so that was a big part of my week and i mean Getting more comfortable at the job it helped, although this week was a little bizarre because... There's the phone always something, there's syst- something
0: bizarre in every week. Yeah. It's part of the Phone fun.
1: systems went out yeah. and I was just like, did I do something? <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is that when you're new, you always think that you did something, right. you know, when in fact it had nothing to do with me.
0: But...
1: <laughs> and for a job that's hey. totally related yeah. to phones, you're just like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. What do I... Anyway. Uh, yeah. But anything else to report on your side, Bill?
0: Well, just, uh just that there was fun. There was fun this week. I had good conversations with friends, and, and uh, no, it was. It's been I a know. good week. More to come, and uh, yeah. I don't know. I like what you, I like the effect that you're having on the workplace, even though you and I are never there at the same time. I like the effect that you're having on it. It seems like a for me, having been there for a while, it seems less chaotic with the sense that it will become it will continue to become less chaotic as we get the filing system together. Or excuse me. As you get the filing system together, <laughs> as you uh make some changes that are probably long overdue, but you know, somebody like me it never would occur to me that something could actually be done about this you know by me the person who has to interact with all these things every day
1: the other thing that i really enjoyed doing was writing my article about tim noah i was really oh, yeah. dragging my feet on doing it
0: well there was you had you had a great deal of information to try and pluck uh because it was supposed to be a fairly short article and kind of directed it at one particular thing but our visit with tim up there when we went up and spent a few hours and talking to him it was it was a wide-ranging conversation that resonated for us on a lot of different levels
1: yeah but
0: you had to kind of i think for you it was a matter of assimilating the totality of it and then realizing okay my task is to pull out this little part
1: well and i have so tried in my interviews to keep it short because i know that if i have an hour interview yeah that is going to be more than enough information for me to get a story out of. So right. I've always tried to keep it down. but We there had a are...
0: two-hour and 40-minute interview with Tim Noah. Yeah, That's, that's and how I've... long we were talking to him and uh, right. how long the recording of that I made of our conversation was. Because Tim Noah is a philosopher as well as a songwriter, as well as a, uh, an entertainer, uh, you know, and a teacher and, uh, you know, a shaper of young lives and things well, like and that.
1: Well, the, the thing that I'm writing about is this this current thing that they're yeah. doing, which is
0: creating
1: beyond. a educational and artistic... Uh,
0: Interactive experience for young people.
1: With natural surroundings. And yeah. I just find it to be a fascinating topic. But um, But I've had that same problem with several of the people that we've spoken to that I just get too much information yeah. and yet we're also capturing these wonderful recordings that I I want to have yeah. so I'm just trying to uh, I, I have more a plethora of information and uh, a s- <laughs> sort of a embarrassment of riches sort of thing Right, I thought so. there was
0: probably at least three good stories in that two hours and 40 minutes oh definitely yeah, so.
1: but I felt good about the yeah. the final story mm-hmm. and, and Tim felt good about it so I'm ready to roll we're going to be doing the new publication this next week so
0: yeah,
1: yeah. and, and it's, it's Labor Day weekend it is and it doesn't make a darn bit of difference to me because I'm working on Monday right. because one of the docs is and I thought yeah. yeah but because we have five day weekends all the time
0: it's true it's true, Dan. Life is uh almost embarrassingly groovy on many levels.
1: It is almost embarrassingly groovy. Yeah. So, music this week, yeah, was totally random because I was as I was making quiche, I was listening to a soundtrack station on on the Amazon that music they yeah. they have these various things that they'll collect music you listen to and and just play them randomly and i heard carry on my wayward son
0: it's called carry on wayward son oh i'm sorry the my is in the song but not in the title ah,
1: I'm, yes. Sorry. Yes. I'm sorry
0: i'm sorry you've got to be an insider you know as I somebody who's not, been part of the music industry for you know 50 years or so
1: i am not very much of a an expert on kansas yeah. at all nor am, um, I, nor am i but when i heard it i thought god i love this song and instantly in my mind i had a image of being at college and in my college years there was this uh, all the dorms on upper campus there were Dorms on lower campus, dorms on upper campus. But all the dorms on upper campus were surrounding kind of a quadrangle. And people would stick their speakers, their big old... (laughs) Oh, yeah, out in
0: the windows. Yeah, Yeah. out in the windows.
1: And I remember that song being one of the first songs that I just thought, what is that song? And they were blasting it out into the the quadrangle and it was on one of those days that in September which is another reason why I was thinking about this being, Uh uh, because it was right around this time, back in those days, um, it wasn't as hot in the summer so the grass was still green and beautiful and um, (coughs) mossy and the sun was going down in this golden way, we were out on the quadrangle pretending to study you right. know. Yeah. and I just I just had a picture in my mind and I thought man it's amazing how songs can literally transport you in time to a different place and a different time of your life
0: yes I have a story around this song too when this song was popular on the radio which it was for quite a while <clears throat> um, my grandfather had just died and my dad and my mom and my sister were going to American Falls, Idaho to kind of uh, clean out their house. And I was in Spokane at college at the time. And, but I decided that I was going to surprise them all by driving from Spokane to, over to American Falls So I was kind of grieving my grandfather and I decided to drive all night because I figured the traffic would be minimal. And uh, I think it was... I I remember it being nine hours, but it could have been less, I don't know. But uh, in my 66 Mustang. And uh, so I remember it being dark and me driving down these... these narrow little roads and every time I changed the radio station I would just scan the radio dial until I found that song
1: because it was always on it the was radio always
0: somewhere. somewhere you know I think I heard it like I remember the number as being 13 but I heard it 13 times during those nine hours and that middle guitar section is one of the sweetest pieces of music or one of the sweetest shifts in tempo it's like a double speed they double the tempo and the guitar riff is just so tasty and the way that that, the symbol of the drummer hits right in between the guitar strokes it's just you need the you need the totality of the song to set it up it's the and then all of a sudden it's. Pardon me, I'm having a drink of coffee. You <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>, boy, <laughs> that's good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> with the with the symbol, and it's just ah. Oh. It would, so
1: oftentimes I wish that we had videos well, so you yeah. could see Bill doing this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's just, it just set up so nicely. And every time it would get to that spot, I would just start bouncing up and down in my bucket seat, you know. The car's kind of jerking in a little bit <laughs> because it was just so, I needed that. It was like, it was like physical therapy at that moment in my life. So that's well, my especially, story especially,
1: was that your first grandparent that died? Yeah. Or? No,
0: no, no. It was, uh. But uh, my American Falls, Idaho, I kind of had a romantic kind of, you know, it's kind of like River City, Iowa, you know, in my, or Mayberry or something like that in my imagined youthful. The visits over there, I always wanted my dad to walk me around and show me everything from when he was a kid and stuff like that. And I got him to do it. He was never into it uh, as much as I was, but I think he saw my fascination with it. So he, he would humor me. And, um, anyway, so.
1: Was the, uh, wayward son, uh, anything to do with Not it Not a too? thing,
0: Diane. No, there was no actual <laughs> metaphoric tie-in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it just was the, one of those moments in life that's just kind of picture perfect, more in retrospect than in the moment. But even in the moment it was, you know, it was a, uh way to kind of get your yaya's out to, in terms of grief and family continuity and you know <clears throat> the part that music and uh, other things have played in your lineage and things like that so it's it's one of those ancestry things
1: it is one of those ancestry things yeah.
0: so just know that when that middle guitar section comes up when you listen to this both of you out there listening um that I'll be rocking out. I'll be doing the Billy Butt dance, if nothing else, because, you know, I just can't help but move during that, that guitar section. Sorry. That's just the story of my life.
1: Well, i was so glad that that song came up in our...
0: <laughs> I know. When you when you said it, I was like, up, oh, yep.
1: There's the one. There it
0: is. There it is. And he said, well, what other song by Kansas? She said, no, no other song by Kansas. I don't want to hear about, you know, dust in the wind. I don't, you know... I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about Carry On, Wayward Son. That's what I want to hear about.
1: You want to put it on repeat for 13 times? Well,
0: yeah. Yeah. I want to drive to American Falls. Anyway. Oh, you think it's over?
1: Carry on my wayward son There'll be peace when you are done Lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no more. Beyond this illusion, I was soaring.